0: Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening.
1: Hi. <laughs> okay, wow. Last time seeing all of you, this is so crazy. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so hi, I'm Emma. Um, I'll actually be graduating in May with my Master's of Arts in arts Education, um, but in the spring, I'll be leaving to go to Sullivan, Missouri to do my student teaching. Um, and hopefully after I graduate, I'll be teaching band somewhere. Who knows? We'll see what, where life takes me. Um, so for my parting words, I'll talk about my growth in CCF and some random tidbit advice that I found along the way. So I came to CCF fall of 2020 as one of two transfer students. The other one was the beloved Owen Thornberg. <laughs> While Owen was a ray of sunshine who fit in quickly, I came to CCF in a tumultuous time in my life, which unfortunately prevented me from reaching out to a lot of people and from putting myself out there. I made three close friends and sat down happily in my little bubble. While I was and have been an avid CCF attender, at events I stuck to the same couple of people and would have a mini panic attack if I was left alone, meaning I would have to talk to other people. Ooh, so scary. <laughs> so I was surrounded but lonely. But just during this last semester, and two, last summer and two semesters, have I finally felt like I have stepped out of my bubble and into the light that is being loved and known by the people of CCF. And boy, has it been one of the most freeing and wholesome experiences. So here are some thank yous to the people who have known and loved me well. Thank you to Maggie Carlson, where are you? Hello, for being my first ever friend at CCF. I am forever grateful to have you in my life. She taught me to be bold and talk to those new people in CCF that you've never met before because you never know how God will intertwine your lives. Thank you to Lillian Winston for being my kindred spirit and for being just a genuinely kind person. She taught me to never assume things of other people and to always give them the benefit of the doubt. Thank you to Kevin and Stephanie for being a rock in the international community and in my life. They taught me what the sacrificial love of Jesus practically looks like in life, and that is setting aside your precious time for other people. Thank you to Paul Gibson and John Zielinski for being agents of chaos in my life. They taught me to not take life too seriously, to laugh at oneself and to be authentically me even when that seems scary. And thank you to Emily Halas. Thank you for being my best friend and for finding me so funny even when I'm just straight up existing. You teach me to live in the gray when my mind resides in the black and white. You have taught me how to slow down and that a simple life is a good life. You teach me that we have the opportunity to start clean with others every day and to give people true second chances. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And that, my friend, defines our friendship. So my own advice, Open up to others, even when it is scary, and more importantly, give them space to open up to you. Look to the soul of the person in front of you and truly seek to understand them. Get involved. (laughs) Finally, my favorite, practice the art of noticing. Notice the small things that, upon further glance, radiate the glory of God just as much as a sunset if you only give it the time of day. The bushy tail of a squirrel. The way your best friend wiggles her toes when she's content. The outline of leaves long gone and printed on the pavement. You get the idea. Use these moments of noticing to start conversations with the Lord, and slowly you will find your life slow down and brimming with gratitude. And finally, I want to say thank you to all of you, people of CCF, for existing in the same space as me every Sunday and Wednesday, for listening to my testimony and for showing me what the family of God truly looks like. A bunch of people all coming together with their own stories, trying to figure out how to live together within God's story.
2: Hello, I have never done this before, so this is a little weird. Uh, Hi, my name is Bridget Boyle. I'm a one and only grad grads, words, I'm a teacher. I can talk in front of people. Um, I'm a one and only year grad student, the same as Emma. We're both in our final week here at Truman to go off to student teaching next semester uh, in St. Louis, and that's hopefully where I'll probably end up next year, unless I abandon all hope and move to Pennsylvania to become a chocolatier in a family-owned chocolate business. (laughs) Curtis is shaking his head right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of my life goal um, for what next year looks like. So let me pull up my notes because that's helpful. Okay, fun little background story before we hop into my advice for you all. I first met Reed and D. Roar in the spring of 2016 which is not at all when I was in college. And you're like, Bridget, why would you ever know these two weird people who are adult men as a 15-year-old? I'm like, well, my siblings both came to Truman, and they were both on the spring break trip in Oklahoma, so I went because my mom made me. And back in 2016, I was like, who are these guys? They're so weird. And then I got here fall in 2019, I'm like, man, they are just as weird in person, like every single day. Um, And simply love them since. So hi, Dior. Nice to see you again. <laughs> so I've known them for quite literally like eight years. It's kind of cool. They're still weird. They're never going to not be weird. Um, so kind of what I've learned from CCF. So, oh gosh, I'm, I'm an emotional person. So if I cry and you cry, it's fine. We're fine. So um, I came from a really strong church background back in St. Louis. But my junior year of high school, there was like a deep just like rift in the church and people left the church and there was just a lot of emotional hurt that went on and since then I was like no I'm not gonna involve myself deeply in the church I'm just gonna take a step back and exist on the outside so I came to Truman and D Roar and Reed were like baby boy what's up and I'm like oh no they're trying to be nice and godly and love me like Jesus I don't like this so I just kept them at an arm's distance and believe it or not the human will can sometimes be really stubborn, and I did that for three and a half years. That's like all of my time at college. I refused to be drawn into the people of God and refused to be loved on because I was so hurt, and I just didn't want to be hurt again. Fun fact, there is a good side to the story. <laughs> so my freshman year I joined a small group and it was really fun, it was really cool. I don't remember who led it, Um, but it was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's not the important part of the story right now, but I joined in, and then COVID happened, and I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this anymore, and I kept saying that every semester, and I kept not investing every semester and just holding everybody at an arm's length until this semester when I was a grad student, and I somehow found more time in Brooke texted me for eight weeks straight and was like, Bridget, are you going to show up for small group? And I was like, maybe. And then I finally showed up and she was like the most excited person I think I'd ever seen for me to show up somewhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the love of God excited that I'm here. Um, And then I haven't regretted it since. It only took me three and a half years to get back to this point. But all of this is to say, don't be afraid of what has happened in the past to affect your present. Don't be afraid of investing in other people because, yes, it hurts sometimes. It really does hurt. But you're going to learn more about yourself, and you're going to become closer to God and closer to those people as well. So don't keep everybody at an arm's length. It just makes you do this, and this is okay. But don't keep them at an arm's length. Invest in each other. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Yeah, let's, let's snap for that for a minute. And love on those around you and don't forsake the time that you have here because it's a, it is short. All of you freshmen, that was me four years ago and now I'm like old and I'm going to have a 401k next year and <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so gross. So invest in the people here. Get to know D. Rorden and Reed. They will never stop being weird eight years down the line when you meet them when you're a postgrad. So yeah, I love you all. Best of luck next semester. I'll see you on the other side.
3: apologize for the delay in coming here. <laughs> um, so my name is Shikha. Um, I'm rarely nervous when I'm talking in front of people, but today is the day. Um, so I am officially not a part of CCF, but I have been involved with them since the spring break trip of last year. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, two years ago. Yeah. Um, and it has been amazing. I'm not here to give you advice. I don't have a piece of advice. Uh, I think we all figure out what we need to figure out along the way, um, sooner or later. Um, so I'm just leaving it to you. Um, but what I want to share is not how my years at Truman looked like, but not, not in general how my years in Truman looked like, but how this year and last year has shaped me into the person that I am today. Um, and while I'm starting that, I pray that you find something of value in my words. Um, something that maybe you need to hear. Um, I did I did have a slide. All right. Um, that's my brother uh, and me on that side, and that's my mom and my dad, and that's my family back home. Um, and the last time I saw them was two years ago and I'm really excited to see them again sometime. I don't know when. Um, The CCF Spring Break Trip group. uh, This group of people is the best group of people I've met in my whole life. Um, Can I take this mic up? And, so before I start talking about this picture, this is in my junior year. Um, before that, life was all about partying, trying to figure out who I was like any other college student. Um, this is um, a trip from my junior year when me and my friends, we decided to go to Tennessee for the summer break. It was amazing, we were there for a week. And then when we came back, um, I felt uh, sick. I started getting really unwell. Um, And I kept it away for almost two months until one day I was very desperate. I was frustrated, I did not know what to do. I was seeing my doctors, but then she said, everything is fine. Um, And then two months in I could, um, talking was a chore, just walking uh, a couple steps was a chore, and I did not know what to do. Um, And in that one day when I was really desperate, I thought of Stephanie. Um, so I called Stephanie and I said, uh, can I come, c- could you come to my place I need to talk to you? And she came over and uh, and we talked and she helped me with um, finding out friends um, who were um, willing to make food for me. So if you go to the next slide, That's some of all the food that uh, most of uh, the people from CCF made for me. Um, Because my issue was iron deficiency, I really needed good food. So there was nothing more that I needed than good food, and people from CCF did that for me. And I did not ask them, I did not know that they would. I did not know it was the possibility, but Stephanie made that happen. Um, And I have, and my recovery started from that point. So I cannot thank Stephanie enough. I cannot thank the CCF enough um, for all of that. Um, If we go to the next slide, Uh, that's in my apartment. That's um, again, the faces from the CCF spring break trip. And one, two, two more new, three more new faces. But they have become my family away from home. And this group of people, they have helped me heal. Uh, they have held space for me. Uh, and I cannot, I cannot thank them enough. I did make a note of things to say, but I lost my track. Um, my main reason of being here today is to give my gratitude to CCF, to Stephanie, to Keevan, to JD, uh, who has become my best friend. And uh, more than that, to Melanie Christ, she is not here, but she has helped me so much. And the CCF Spring Break Trip family. Before all of that happened, um, I all I wanted was to make money, uh, to make a living, get a degree and to just live my life. Um, After last year and this year, all I really want is to live a simple and healthy life and to be of service for those who are in need so that I can give back whatever I had when I needed it. If you, uh, can we go to the next slide? These these two people, just JD and Namuna, they have done so much for me, I cannot begin to start and uh, I don't know if I would have made it without these two people. Um, the next slide. Now, this is what I love doing now. Now, freshman sophomore Shikha who was into partying and drinking and all doing all those kind of stuff would not have imagined herself gardening, growing her own tomatoes, making her own bread, and then making food like kefir and this and that. Um, when I was hopeless, um, I started reading as much as I can, and I started making changes to my life, and my life looks completely different now. Making Baking my bread brings me joy. Um, spending time with my friends brings me joy. Being in the sun it brings me more joy than anything else. Um, and for all of that, although... Although it was, and I'm still recovering, um, and although it was really difficult, I am, I am innately grateful. I am very grateful for the things that took place last year and this year. Um, because I think I needed all of that to be who I am today. Um, can we move on to the next slide? So these three words are what, are what define my college life. Friendships, faith, and fear. I was so much ruled by fear. Um, all the time, uh, until my junior year, even until today, there is some part of me that is fearful of my own body, fearful of what could happen. But then I put faith above fear because that's how it's supposed to be. Faith is supposed to be above fear so that it can help you rise above it, at least for me. That has that has really helped me out. And friendships above everything. Um I have not read the Bible in entirety, so I don't have a passage or um Passages passage from Bible to talk about, but there is a phrase in the Bible that I read that it has been repeated. Some say 365 times over again and again. Some say 117 times. I don't know how many times. But the point is, it has been repeated again and again. And that phrase is, do not be afraid. And that has resonated with me more than anything else for some time now and if there is something that I want to leave you with is just that don't be afraid and that is something that I want to tell myself that is something that I keep on telling myself don't be afraid don't be afraid it is going to be all right it is going to be fine because all the times that I've needed people they have been there for me all the times that I have needed something it has been there for me without me even asking for it. So it has worked out, and it will work out. So I keep on telling myself, do not be afraid. Uh, And I leave you with this tonight. And again, thank you, CCF. Thank you for for everyone who had prayed for me, for everyone who had come um, to cook for me. I cannot thank you enough.
0: My name is Joelle. I have deeply cherished being a part of this ministry for three and a half years. Through this body, I have seen God's faithfulness and love. I have grown through accountability groups, from the small groups I've been a part of, and from my IFG squad. IFG has played a profound role in my spiritual development, through my time being involved with this ministry, I have formed wonderful lifelong friendships with both IFG interns and international students. And through this, I also learned that I'm passionate about serving the international community, and I hope to continue to do so in some capacity in the future. And I encourage any of you interested to check it out also. <laughs> I am thankful for the many ways that God has revealed his character to me during my collegiate years. There have been many testimonies and messages that have altered my thinking and permeated my heart. I want to thank everyone who has been a part of my growing process. God has done a beautiful work in my life during my time here. As for what's coming next, I will be attending some university next fall for speech-language pathology. Right now, I'm in the thick of it because I'm finishing up my applications. But anyways, (laughs) I would appreciate your prayers for me as I write and make my decisions regarding school. As I've been um, working on wrapping things up and writing my apps, I was reminded of a sermon I heard my freshman year. I think it was my freshman year when I've been feeling overwhelmed and I've been, refl- I've been reflecting on this burden that I have, the feeling that I need to produce. Mm. Oh dear. <laughs> the Pharaoh hovering over us, demanding that we build more bricks. I want to invite you to pray for God to free you from that because that's a prayer that I've been personally been praying recently. We have a God that goes before us and provides for us in ways that are more than we can ask or imagine. Whatever that thing is for you that you feel a slave to, I want to remind you that there is power in our prayers. When we pray for deliverance and, tr- and we trust in God, he will move in ways that transcend our understanding. I love you all. Thank you so much.